0: love and blessings mystical soul you're tuned into the cafecito and tarot podcast i'm your host as i like to say your spiritual barris Nicole peace, serving up wisdom guidance and inspiration from the cards on this episode what i have for you is the tarot of the gemini full moon so grab your cafecito or tecito and let's get into the episode Okay, give me just one minute of your time. Grant me this space and grace to do a shameless plug. Please, please, please. and thank you in advance. Okay, I very rarely do this, but I'm really excited about this offering that I have up on my website. And the website is mysticbayacafe.com. That's sort of my general house that I work out of. So www.mysticbayacafe.com, and this is the offering. I am, for the next couple months, offering Tarot Study Hall. And you say, Tarot Study Hall, what is that? Well, what that is, is an opportunity to grab your cafecito tecito, grab your deck, and meet me via Zoom. So we can talk tarot. You bring your questions, you, like I said, bring your deck, bring your cafecito, tecito, and I'm all yours for 45 minutes. Ask me any question around tarot, um, my experiences, um, any sort of nitty gritty sort of questions, and we can even do some spreads. We can practice some, some throws and talk it out. So it's 45 minutes of talking tarot with me. If you're interested, please go to www.mysticbayacafe.com. On the homepage, you will see the Tarot Study Hall sign up. And uh, if this uh, flows with you, if it's something you're interested in, I look forward to connecting with you via Zoom in the Tarot Study Hall. Now on to the episode. And thank you once again for allowing me the grace and space to have a shameless plug. Let's start talking tarot. Here we go. All right, mystical soul, let's start talking tarot. Now, I'm going to lay out for you the tarot, the major arcana I should specify, for sun, moon, and another very influential energy of this lunation and that's for the Mars energy. Mars is currently retrograde in Gemini and at the time of the full lunation, Mars will be conjunct the moon, grandmother moon. So it's like Mars and the moon are like right on top of one another. So there's definitely a lot of energies that we can be open to that, um, that we can be consciously aware of and also subconsciously or or super soul conscious aware of as well. And I'm going to lay out the major arcanas and I'm going to draw some connections, but I'm going to leave a lot of this in this episode, uh, open for your interpretation. Uh, my hope is that you will, uh, bust out your cards so to speak and, uh, feel into, what these vibes and frequencies can mean for you in your life every lunation has its intensity right and there's i feel like it's there's a lot in this particular one uh, looking at the numerology looking at i think collectively the shifts that are occurring for us as well as um the closing out of 2022 and then our natural, at least here in the Northern hemisphere, our body's responses to nature's cycles. So let me start laying out the cards and then we'll go from there. Okay. So our sun energy, and I'd like to pull all of these out because one of the things that I like to do is I like to meditate and reflect upon these cards. I like to journal and, um, and And then also reflect upon their meanings and relationship to events in previous cycles. For example, from the last uh, new moon in Gemini, or even from this last full moon in Gemini that happened a year ago and i feel that this lunation is really a big picture lunation so it's like not only just this year but i think like a cycle from even from 2020 and you may feel that and you may not feel that so i once again i want to le- i want to lay this out for you offer some of, some very brief reflections in hopes that you open to this information and make it your own, add to it, expand upon it. I think I've said this in other episodes. It's like, I feel like I'm passing on a recipe. And then my hope is that you take that recipe and you make it your own and you make it even better. <laughs> you make it even better, right? And I'm always down uh, for people to share with me like how, um, how they have uh, expanded upon any of the uh, insights and information that I provide most definitely. I love it because I think the more we can share with one another, the more we can learn and grow together. So the moon or the moon, I'll get into grandmother. moon. Let me just talk about the sun real quick. So sun is Sagittarius. So I have out my sun card just as a marker and a reminder of the sun. And that bright energy right the sun how we are in action how we are with other people how we light up um rooms how we learn through activity how we grow through activity like very tactile very outward um outward energy like out i feel like it's up and out vibe so the sun is in Sagittarius, as you know, right? So temperance card. And we also have the wheel of fortune because of the Jupiter connection. Jupiter is the wheel of fortune is a major kind of embodiment of Jupiter. Okay. So we have that sun vibe going on. And directly across the sky, grandmother moon is in Gemini. So the moon, once again, our internal landscape, how we uh, integrate, how we interpret, also psychic and intuitive connections, right? And so the moon in Gemini directly across the sky, and it's a beautiful alchemy. I love to think of the opposites and reflect on the opposites of an alchemy, right? So the alchemy uh, of energies of the lovers, which is the major kind of embodiment of Gemini, And because we have that Mercury energy as a planetary ruler, we have the magician and we also have some hermit vibes. We also have some hermit energy. So I pulled out the hermit card. Now, what's interesting is that we are in 2022 and 2022 is a lover's year. So that lover's energy is extra amped up in this full moon and full moons are this time of it's not exactly just the release and the cleansing at the exact moment of the lunation it's like the full lunation is heightened and then we begin to feel that shedding and that release um It can happen up until the new moon, which would be the new moon in Capricorn. I think it's either the 22nd or 24th. I can't remember the date. And actually up until the next new moon in Gemini, or it can be even a full year of shedding. So shedding happens in cycles, right? So it's not a um, bada bing, bada boom. The full moon happens and then you're cleared. You're good. You're ready to go. So pay attention to how the, the energies start shifting for you um, during the closing of this cycle, the tying up of loose ends. So there's, there's extra, I don't know, to be honest with you, I don't know what it means, but I know there's a deep meaning. The fact that this is this new moon, the excuse me, the full moon, uh, the lover's card, we're in a lover's year. I think there's a lot of um really healing about our narratives, our relationships with one another, and um releasing and shedding and healing from wounds of the past and in, re- in regards to and connected relationships. That's just a little bit of my interpretation of it. And And also I think with this mercury energy, because of the communication, it's also to like the narratives that we've been speaking the narratives and, and there's this, um, you know, we need to rest in order to go forward. And it's almost like this cleansing around our narratives and, um, our narratives in relationship to our relationships, because the lover's not necessarily like romantic, but, the lover symbolizing how we are in relationship to one another um and the collective in our families and our close relationships with ourselves and uh the magician is uh reminding us of it's like a clarity around the resources that we have readily available for us when we do need them so That's some reflection that I feel for What's very interesting though, is that the numerology of this lunation boils down to seven. And next year, 2023, we are in a seven year. We are in a chariot year. So there's a lot of integrating and cleansing out that this full lunation is offering us. In order, I feel like to prepare us for 2023. Now, because of this Mars retrograde conjunct grandmother moon, I have pulled out four more major arcanas that I feel are influential in this. And I pulled them out and I have them placed reverse because I personally like to look at the tarot uh, in the planetary connection, the astro tarot connection. When a planet is in retrograde, I like to look at the card reversed. So I have the death card, the tower card, the judgment card, and the emperor. Those four I have pulled out and they're reversed and it's not like bad luck or because sometimes some people look at reversals like, ooh, that's like not good. And, and they often can indicate where energy may be stagnant or there may be some contractions. I like to also think of it like, yeah, I I feel that way. Sometimes it can represent that. But I also think it's like where there's pause. It's an invitation for us to pause. And there's a deep sort of um, reflection and I use that word a lot because I think, I think we're always reflecting, but there is like this reflection as far as energies moving forward. And it makes sense. I know people that are working like right now in retail, this is like your super busy season and you got to make that money. Um, but I think as far as like starting new ventures, I mean, you can start whenever the heck you want to start. So I'm, I'm not trying to be a predictive uh, person here you know, and saying like, don't do this or don't do that." do this or don't do this. Not at all. However, I think that this Mars retrograde energy, the conjunct grandmother moon, there's something there. There's something really intensely there as far as being able to pause because we have hermit energy as well, right? Connected to this full moon in Gemini. Hermit going within, allowing yourself to fully integrate, not to isolate, but rather to pause in order to understand and to make meaning so that when you come back out of hermit mode, you're like, I got this. I got this S-H-I-T. So these reversals of the death card of the tower card, the judgment card of the emperor are invitations to like slow our roll, to slow our roll. And the combination I think with that in relationship to the magician, is slow your role and trust that what is meant for you will come to you, right? What is meant for you is yours, because often we're really worried, and of course, a lot of times when we're worried, a lot of times the worry comes from having to pay our bills, having to make it right, and in in the world, like pay our stuff and make sure we have safety and security. Right. But I'm, I'm talking about like, uh, um, you know, big picture, like soul vision dreams and soul centered, um, you know, our soul, actually, let's just say that soul visions. I like that. That feels right. Soul vision. So those reversals, I, I really feel are like to remind us to slow down and, We don't need to make really big moves at this time if we have the safety and security and we have agency not to do so. Okay. I want to always put that caveat in there, right? Because sometimes you got to do what you got to do, regardless of what the tarot says, regardless of the where the planets are stationed, right? Regardless, if you got to do what you got to do, you got to do what you got to do to make sure you are safe, make sure you have shelter, make sure you got food on your table and your kids are taken care for. Okay. So always got to make that caveat. I think, is that the word it's called caveat? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I just, you know, I just throw words around. <laughs> um, so gosh, I mean, I've just kind of, I've just kind of just blurted out a bunch of stuff. And I'm looking at the cards as I'm talking to you and I just been like, I know that there's so much here. And I haven't even thought about looking at the, I haven't even really, I mean, if you really wanted to go down, down like an astro tarot, like tunnel, you know, you could look at the, the chart, like where every, every look, like the planets and the relationships to one another. And you can pull out for each of the planets, the major arcanas and draw up the connections. One day, maybe I'll do that more in video form. I'd like to do that a lot. I think it'd be a little challenging in audio form. Um, but I think like the main, like the big, 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 big picture, big chunk of this lunation is that how are the energies of the wheel of fortune, the temperance dancing with the lovers the hermit and the magician, right? How are they complementing one another in relationship to the lover's year and what we're closing up in this lover's year cycle? There's a lot we're getting prepared for. And, um, that Mars conjunct grandmother moon is really intense because you think about this fire and water, right? And, um, mars that energy of action of force there's a lot of sexual energy as well to mars and um mars you know fire can burn and fire can warm and uh it's also an invitation for us to be conscious and aware of our fire and how we use it but there's a big invitation That when you're able to, how can you slow, how can you stop? And how can you take time to really allow these experiences to integrate? I'm not sure if I mentioned this. I I probably did about, there's another energy, um, around our communication. Cause we think about Gemini, right? There's communication. It's the twins, right? It's this twin energy. It's this duality. And it's almost as if to like the face we put out and the face we have within, like what we put out and then what we have inside, right? How we are in our public persona and how we are in our private lives. And, um, Strong, strong messages of our communication, speaking, um, writing, narrating, in connection to our relationships. Yeah, and that numerology, right? That this is going down on a s- oh, it's it's day seven, right? So it's it's actually seven day right and when you break down the numbers of this date it's also a seven and we're going into a seven year I I don't know exactly what that means it means something I mean I think I could reflect upon it and pull out meanings but there's what does it mean for you right I mean that's a big thing like what does it mean for you in in your personal life one of the things that for me I'm feeling so much is that today as I'm recording this it's December 7th and this was Um, this is my two year anniversary of a very intense time of my life when I made a decision and took action. And I actually, is the day that I moved in to with my mom and I left a relationship of 17 years. I left a job that I had for many, many years as well. And it's a Uh, date of when I um, made a decision and had the courage because I could have stayed. I could have stayed in all of it and been just fine. But slowly, 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 my internal flame was dwindling. And I knew if I wanted to continue in full life, I needed to do something different. And, uh, today marks said anniversary and it's interesting for me. There's a lot of connections with the sevens and, um, healing that past relationship, learning from that past relationship and, uh, how I want to move forward in 2023 and my relationships. And so just a little personal story to tie it all together and also share right? If you've been following this podcast, sometimes I share here and there of my personal experiences. And, uh, I look forward to being a little bit more vulnerable and sharing in 2023 on this platform. So I laid out a lot. I've kind of talked a lot. I have one other card I want to mention is I was, it was just, it came to me yesterday about initiation um, that something around this lunation has to do with initiation. And I pulled the two of swords and I, I, I consciously chose that card. It didn't, I didn't pull shuffle. And that's the card I pulled. I consciously pulled that card out of the deck. Cause I feel that there's this energy, an invitation for us to be in that, that vibe where we're tuning in and, um, Rooting into our power, the power of our word, the power of the sword and, uh, in relationship to love, to community, to communication, to our narratives, our stories, telling our stories and writing our stories, rewriting our stories, starting new chapters. And, uh, that's what I want to leave you with. I'm going to be back. Um, I'm going to publish this episode right now. I'm going to press publish. It's about eight in the morning and, uh, I'm off to, uh, I don't have anything planned today except for this, which I love (laughs) tremendously. Um, but I'm going to the water, I'm going to the gym and I'm going to uh, probably go sit in a bookstore, uh, things to honor my courageousness my bravery of two years ago it's been a rough road and i'm starting to feel the healing really kick in and i'm starting to be able to see that it is a brighter day and uh so i'll be back this evening i'm going to offer a meditation that i will put out that you can probably probably listen to another day and that's okay because it still can tap into it doesn't have to be right on the exact uh time of the full lunation you can tap into this meditation i'm going to gear it towards something that you can tap into um, in honor of this lunation but also too in closing out uh, this calendar cycle so mad love to you. I'm raising my cafecito to you. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful evening of connection to your intuition, to what all of this means for you in your life and, um, stay hydrated, stay well. And, um, I will be back. Thank you so much for tuning in. Mad love.